Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. Welcome to T25CL Entertainment. Galaxy Talk Radio United. We stand is the name of my show. And I'm your host, Galaxy Chief Andre Ward. It's Saturday, December 21st, 2019. Winter Solstice Day. It's approximately 10 a.m here on the west coast let's go over some global temperatures let's see it's about 55 degrees here in the oakland san francisco bay area 63 in our sister city los angeles 46 in tulsa oklahoma 32 in new york city 48 in london in england 84 in lagos nigeria and 64 in nairobi kenya Let's go over a few things, introduce our company so we can fill you in on who we are and what we do. t 25 Entertainment is your platform for digital entertainment. Please listen to our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week radio show featuring jazz, R&B, blues, hip-hop, gospel, and international music. Check out the many music artists with available CDs for downloading to your listening devices. We have four radio talk shows on Monday. We have Compton Politics with Lorenzo Murphy. On Tuesday, we have The Mothership with Dr. Nimana Kwaku. On Wednesday, we have The Star of United We Stand, Rosalind Jordan Mills with Rosalind's Corner. And on Saturdays, my show, United We Stand, and yours truly. Check out our website for times and login information for each show. We here at Galaxy Talk Radio are not professional broadcasters. We offer a platform for independent artists, filmmakers, and writers to advertise what they do and also for the listening audience to call in and meet our artists as well as expressing themselves on what is going on in the world. As you know, my show, United We Stand, was named after our film, United We Stand. But the intent was to bring attention to the black economy on a global basis. Our intent is to reach across America and across the globe to build a universal economy and to make new trading partners abroad. And as I have said before, our spending capacity here in the United States is about $1.3 trillion annually, would be the equivalent to the seventh greatest economy in the world. The problem is the circulation of the wealth in our communities and with other Black-owned businesses in the U.S. and Black-owned Black corporate crime. When dollars are not recirculated and invested in the community, we have business failures and massive unemployment, as we do today. Please visit our website at www.t25cl.com. Listen to the free 30-second clip of our music artists, such as Charles Small, Brenda Lee Edgar, Mark Allen Felton, Rosalind Jordan Mills, Ranzel Merritt, Myron Edwards, Huck Brownie, Cartier Jones and Mr. Gates, Kimba, Young Bobby and Lexi, Wally Taylor, Chet Willis, Cleveland Jones and the Five Tempting Men, and Leroy Wainwright. 
check out the Kid Choice trailer and rent the film. Also, commencing in January 2020, United States will be available on numerous global platforms. More on that next month in January. For those of you listening in on our website, if you want to call in and ask questions or make a comment, call 605-562-0444 and our show code is 139283 or log in by our website and you can view the broadcast on your computer. All right, we're going to do a short uh, show today because we know that uh, you guys want to get out and do your holiday shopping and families are assimilating people are traveling and doing things and so we're just going to go over a few things in the news and and then we'll shut it down to uh, next year actually and so this will be our last broadcast of the year last broadcast of 2019 and and we'll see you back here in 2020. Okay, I guess the main topic that's going on in the news is the impeachment of the 45th president of the United States. And he has violated a couple of major crimes, and they call it Article 1 and Article 2 of the Constitution. And so if any of you call in, if you want to give your thoughts on that, um, was this impeachment justified? Did the president do wrong, or was... uh, he just set, set up, as the Republicans are saying, and this is a witch hunt and all of that. So we, you can give your thoughts in on that. Um, also, uh, the Invel- in, in Evangelical Magazine, Christianity Today, calls for Trump's removal. Now, this is a big um, issue because... This is the magazine of the the Southern Christians, and the Southern white Christians are the base of the Trump and the Republican Party. And, you know, these um, churches are primarily in the slave states here in the United States, and they have been founded and bred on race and racism here in this country. And as they branded us with Christianity uh, 400 years ago, when we entered the shores of America and were sold off as chattel and forced to work for 310 years for nothing, and now we're 160 years uh, post-slavery, and the religion that they put upon us during slavery, and some of you continue to practice this theology even post-slavery. The magazine said that the president had abused his power and violated the Constitution. Mr. Trump responded by saying he had done more for evangelists than any other president. Christianity Today, a prominent evangelical magazine called for Trump President Trump to be removed from office in a blistering editorial on Thursday, a day after he became the third president in history to be impeached and faced expulsion by the Senate. The move was the most notable example of decent 
um, decent dissent among the religious conservative base that was supported by Mr. Trump through controversy after controversy and came at one of the most vulnerable moments of his presidency. The president of the United States attempted to use his political power to coerce a foreign leader to harass and discredit one of the president's political opponents, Mark Galley. The editor-in-chief uh, of Christianity Today wrote in the editorial that this is not only a violation of the Constitution, more importantly, it is a profoundly immoral. So what are your thoughts on that and uh, the uh, friction between Trump and uh, the Southern Christians here in this country, which is a large portion of his base? Also, we're into December, and this is December holiday month. What does this mean to you? Is it a month of remembrance from the past, or is it a very depressing time for some? It can be economical, or it can be of, of loneliness. And yes, there is a lot of depression in this month, and I'm often on the phone with people who are going through various changes with with families and going through changes with economics and having a very, very rough time. And what is happening is the the base, the family base is being destroyed now. And as we lose our older family members, mothers and fathers, aunts and uncles and grandmothers and grandfathers, and now what is happening is we're beginning to be out here on our own and fest ourselves without the advent of, of family. And so does this month of uh, December, does it uh, add on to depression or is this really a jovial time of year? So we can get your thoughts on that uh, as well. Uh, what do you predict for 2020? Uh, financially, socially, politically. Uh, and as I talked a few minutes ago about the political structure and the impeachment of the 45th president, what's going to be the effect of this in 2020? And what's going to be the spinoff effects of this on a social level and on a financial level. What's going to happen next with that? Also, um, the question I have been asking for the, for the past few years, are we, are we Africans or are we something else that was created during slavery? I've been putting this question out there to some of my friends throughout Africa, and even here, because even up to the time I went to Africa some 20 years ago, um, my belief and understanding was that even though we were born here, and even though we are descendants of slaves, and even though we wear their their names, we, we uh, practice the culture in this country, and the uh, even uh, some of us uh, even practiced the theology of Christianity that was put upon us during slavery, 
but still somebody like myself would say, hey, I'm African, we're African. We, come, we don't know where we came from in Africa. We don't know what our name is. We don't know what our language or culture or anything like that. But we were brought here. And in that process, we were mixed up, of course, with other bloodlines, whether it was the European bloodline, or was it the Indian bloodline? Of course, we were mixed up. But our genetic base um, goes back to the continent and our homeland of Africa. But when you talk to Africans, and I've been getting surprising uh, results when I do communicate with them on this subject matter, and I will ask them point blank, are we the same? And after a little dancing around on this issue, they would come out and say, no, we are not the same. And I have never asked or, or talked to one African that has said that we are the same. There is a distinct difference. And now what I'm hearing this from Africans, and so who am I to say that we are the same? Or am I right? Or am I wrong? And I even uh, had a discussion just a few days ago with a with this sister who's a, a scientist. She, she came from out of Stanford. We had a conversation too on this uh, on this matter and she told me out of her mouth that we talked about the subject matter that the Africans may have a point and they may be correct we are not the same so after dealing with this issue for the past 20 years and even when I was in Nigeria uh, when I was getting um, interviewed by this reporter, Brother Bellerby, and when I told him that uh, the blood that flows through my veins flows through his, and he vehemently said, absolutely no, not we are different. So then let me and just impose the question that uh, then who are we here in this diaspora? It, and for all intents and purposes, um, we're not African. So who are we if we are not African? Um, if we're American, then we would be all inclusive with the rights and laws of those here in the United States. And we wouldn't have uh, prejudices and we wouldn't have to have the Klan or we wouldn't have the lynchings and and all of this stuff we would be all inclusive we wouldn't have to have special civil rights laws we wouldn't have to have any of these things and so um so it looks as though that we're not accepted in america we're not accepted in africa so who are we we don't speak any other language we only speak the language that we were taught here in america so who are we? So I throw these things out there, and, uh, and like I said, we're going to have a short show today. Uh, this is a uh, the beginning of a two-day um, holiday season, and this is our last show for the year. And I'm waiting on Dr. Clay Koo to uh, call in as well. 
And so um, let's go to the board. Let's go to 593. Is this Brother Gregory? Yes, this is. Hello, Andre. Hey, man. What's happening? Welcome to T25CL Entertainment Galaxy Talk Radio United. We stand. We finally hook up on, on the air. Welcome, my brother. Well, thank you. And yeah. I really didn't get to hear part of the conversation yet. So I was yeah. kind of listening from my first view. Yeah, that's why I kind of recapped it a little bit when I saw that you came on. And I just started out with my talking points about the impeachment, of course. Um, that's been a hot, hot topic this week. Uh, was this a justifiable impeachment? Or is this, as Trump and the Republicans are saying, that this was a witch hunt? And uh, there's no viability to it. And also... Well, that's coming from the head witch. <laughs> uh, yes, it is, for sure. And, uh, and I discussed this issue with the Christian church and how they're pissed off. And this is predominantly the Southern uh, Christians who have said, hey, enough is enough. We can't deal with this cat anymore. And so he deserves to be uh, bounced out in the Senate. And this is a large part of his base, of course, because this is how he was uh, determined to be uh, president by the Southern white Christian uh, uh, theology, and which really has nothing to do with the uh, Jesus coming up through Eastern Africa, but this is really, um, another form of racism and control because we know that that theology um, why would they teach you the truth of what happened in East Africa 2000 and 4,000 6,000 years ago and then they don't want to treat you right today so it's being used and manipulated for something totally 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 different and then well, it's uh, being manipulated by the same people that manipulated the uh, the building of slavery. Well, of course, and manipulated the manipulated the the way to determine the difference between the way they look and the way that we look. Yep. So, well, yeah, and it was all a control-based thing too. It's actually it started in Europe because you had to have a foundation to building this country and control and manipulation of the world. So by way of the Vatican and by the way of King of England, and it's just quite unique how they did this thing and how it all promulgated by way of the King and the Pope and how come South America is Catholic and then you come up to United States, North America, this is Christian and basically uh, uh, the Christianity is kind of split, I guess, between uh, in the European countries, between your, uh, Catholicism and Christianity. And then they use this as a form of control and manipulation uh, for, for 2000 years. And so it's, it's been working and not for the betterment of people, because if you're going to say that Jesus is the son of God, how can you have slavery and lynchings and burning 
discrimination in what you call a Christian nation. Am I looking at this properly or did I misspeak? Well, you are looking at it properly, uh, but it's very simple. Uh, you're looking at a person that is trying to rebuild what was in the past. And, I mean, it, it's his genetics. I mean, it's it's coming from his family. And that's the way that he's been raised. Uh, you have a father uh, of this person that's running this country who is a member of the KKK. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been his ideology for all of the years that uh, that Trump or this Trump uh, has been raised, and he's been raised so that he can still continue to manipulate people by color, by uh, where they're from. Anybody that doesn't look like him and want to be independent is automatically eliminated. He goes back to the the area of, the, of where kings ruled. And all the writings of the kings became law. Mm-hmm. How come you think that there's not more of a discussion about Trump's father and grandfather about their connection to the Klan and and I think the grandfather was a pimp as well and Trump's father was a Klansman and even the Democrats see this is the thing that really bothers me about politics if uh, they would discover Let's just say with Barack, let's just say if his father was Malcolm X, don't you know that the Republicans would have jumped all over that? And here is Trump's father. They killed him. Well, I'm talking about uh, Barack. Mm -hmm. And if something, I'm just saying, for instance, if, if somebody like Malcolm was Barack's father, don't you think that they would have made that a political issue? And that the Republicans would have used that. And so how come the Democrats have never uh, done that with Trump and and brought it out that his father was a Klansman? I have never, ever heard one Democrat come out and say that. And this is one of the problems I have with the Democratic Party. I mean, why are they so freaking weak? And that is no different than it's been through the years as well. I mean, the the passing from one party to the other has been in existence in this country since this country has been in existence. Mm-hmm. So they so they just use it to manipulate, or not to manipulate within their parties, but uh, to also help each other to keep control. So you're saying control is the number one issue, and it even, and things like racism and all the other phobias come up under that, but 
you know, you got to have these other things in order to have control and manipulation of the people. The dumbing down of America by dumbing down the children now in the educational system. And and this is why these these children coming up today can't rationalize. They can't think. Uh, they took away the physical education. So now that the children are being, uh, they're out of shape now. They don't have the gym class like we used to have when we were coming up. And so uh, they don't even, I heard that they don't even teach geography uh, anymore in, in, in school. So they don't even know uh, where the different countries are in, in the world, in civics classes. And, and so they have really, really dumbed down the people of this country. When you dumb a person down and when they can't think and they can't rationalize, then therefore you can uh, come out here and do all this crap and throw it, this stuff out there and the people will just fall for it. And this all comes in with the dumbing down of, of America. But I believe you me, if a black man came out with a controversial parent or a grandparent, probably even a great grandparent, if there was something in our background and if we're coming out here to be a political leader, a business leader or something like that, then, then believe you me, they're going to come down. Just like when Barack came in and he was going to that church in Chicago and uh, that preacher the church that he was going to made some comments and then they made Barack denounce that preacher and that church made him quit the church and I was reading an article uh, last night because um, you know uh, Farrakhan and Barack they had met on a few occasions they weren't tight friends or anything like that but they knew each other they're right there in Chicago. One day, Barack went over to Farrakhan's house, knocked on his door. Back when he was uh, uh, begin the beginning of the running of his presidency, and then um, they made him denounce uh, uh, Minister Farrakhan as well. So if he has to do it, how come is not brought out about this man's father being a Klansman? This, these are things that are just so, so baffling to me. It also goes back to our education, what we were forced to learn, and what some of us now know is true and knows is false. Uh, with going back to making our heroes people like, um, like Lincoln. And mm -hmm. if you study Lincoln's history, he was a racist. Yes, he was. And he actually fought against the things that uh, that he actually was given name to. Mm -hmm. But in other writings, he wrote that he wished that he didn't have to do this. Yeah, I know. He didn't. And, uh, and when he brought Frederick Douglass, he brought in the big six into his office. Frederick Douglass and there was five other uh, brothers. I can't uh remember uh, who they were but lincoln told them and and this is verifiable anybody can look this up uh but lincoln told them look we're not going to give you freedom justice equality here in this country it's up to me i'd leave your ass in slavery 
But the one thing I can't have is dividing this union. And he told Frederick Douglass, you will not get freedom and justice and equality in this country. Now, if you want, we can line up some boats and we can send you back to Africa. And Lincoln said this stuff. And then Frederick Douglass mm -hmm. told him that this land is much ours as it is yours. We gonna stay right here, and the rest. Well, is people history. can just people people can also just look up certain people like Horace Greeley, who was mm -hmm. a good friend of uh, of Lincoln, and they exchanged letters. And mm -hmm. one of the letters that he wrote to Greeley stated that he wished that uh, he didn't have to free free slaves. Yes. Yes. Yep. He would have kept it just like it was, but uh, but the one thing he wanted to do was preserve the Union. And what was happening was the South was becoming rich. The South would have become the economic capital of this country because they were growing uh, the crops and they were getting the free labor. And guess what? They did not want to share any of that money with the Washington DC in the north. And so it was going to bring about an economic imbalance here in this country. And so that's why Lincoln had to do what he did. And so and that's a good point that you brought up about Lincoln. And uh, we're thinking that Lincoln was a hero like uh, we thought that John Kennedy was a hero. Yes, he did do the emancipation. He did he did that for sure, but he didn't do it because he had a love for black folks by any means of imagination. You got this uh president that's there now who is a victim of what his parents put him through. Um he touts himself as being this big media person. And just uh, within that, the what I'm, I'm from the media, at mm -hmm. least I'm retired from it. And one of the main things that we were taught as we were taught all the broadcast studies, uh, within the broadcast studies, we were taught to, to view your audience as five and six year olds so you treat them like children right and that was ingrained into us and that's the reason that uh, the media works the way that it is now uh, that's the reason that shows when you're growing up like romper room and and all those shows of that elk treated everybody as children but they also knew that the other people that were watching with those kids were their parents. So mm. their parents were being treated as children because they were selling the shows. They wanted the money from the parents to be able to teach their kids. Well, and, and the newspapers in those days, and I think these days too, probably with maybe the exception of the Wall Street Journal, is was written on the level of I think the seventh grade and that was one of the things that the writers had to do 
was uh, write newspapers in very simplistic language. And, and so and that if you just look at Trump himself, that. that's the way he treats people now. Is this is just broadcasting 101. Yeah, uh, that's the way how he communicates with his base. And they're eating it up. Exactly. Because the people that follow him are, are that type of a mentality. And so they understand it. They understand what he is saying and how he is saying it. And so he communicates with them. And this is one of the reasons why the, the Southerners, I mean, it's just right up their alley, for sure. And then when you go up into the heartland of the country, into those rust states, they can dig that type of, of communication as well. They understand it. And, you know, you can even see on some of these clippings, you know, where they'll say, oh, he talks just like us. And this is why he has a following like he does in the South and in the Midwest. And his following isn't the educated and the intellectuals and those who live on the West Coast or the East Coast by the watchers. You usually got to get those that stay away from water and especially the ocean-type waters, because when you live on the coast, you're living near the oceans. It's a whole different mentality of, of people. And, of course, some bad ones are sprinkled in there, for sure, without a doubt. But for the most yeah. part, the center part and down there in the southern part, and with those people who still, still remember slavery, and still live under those same uh, mores of slavery. Yes, and if uh, people in the in your viewing audience can look at the the manuals that he used, uh, if you find broadcast manuals from earlier years, he's going by the book. Uh, yes. Everything that he does is predictable. Well, he has yep. no thoughts of his own. And also, and he, you know, you know, with any other president that's been there, they talk some presidential stuff or bills and legislation and, and things that they're trying to pass. But he never talks that way. No. Because all he knows is broadcasting. Yeah. And he knows the basic fundamentals of what it takes to... to influence people that is basically broadcast one-on-one yeah he's got it down and he's uh, got it down and somebody else who, who mastered that as well probably even better than him was roger ailes yes. from uh, fox news i mean he was very wicked for sure but he was highly, highly intelligent. And once again, he played on that same base, that Southern white Christian base. And Roger Ellis himself said, he's not out to teach and educate people. He was going after their hearts and their compassion and what they believe. 
And this is what made Fox News successful. Fox News is not about journalism. It's about what you feel and your emotions. And I got to hand it to Roger Ailes. He, he did it. I mean, it was wicked as hell. But this is, is what Fox News, uh, this is why they're in business. Because they went after the Which emotions. Which goes back to, again, it's uh, they're based on Broadcast 101 as well. Uh, you, you can look, just look at a simple movie that was made a number of years ago, Wag the Dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, learned, they made war fictitiously and then created war. Right. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. a matter of uh, learning how to manipulate. I mean, all the old people that controlled money years ago did exactly the same thing. It was that's a that's an excellent uh, reference that you use with Wag the Dog and how they got Dustin Hoffman to come in there and make that video. They were somewhere in Europe, and it was bullcorn, and they made it look as though that woman with the child. I think she had a dog, and like they were in a like a war zone, and it really wasn't. It was a Hollywood set. And so uh, that really told a lot because, you know, they even use crisis actors sometimes. And, and, you know, we hear these stories like some of these mass shootings and stuff that it really didn't happen. That it was really just crisis actors. Uh, mm-hmm. And you hear other stories that they did some type of fabrications about going to the moon. And so... Um, what other things have they done that was similar to Wag the Dog? And they used these propaganda-type films to, one, conjure up fear, conjure up hatred and prejudice, and to also engage in, in war. And that's why you can use that for a proper a proper examination of everything that Trump does because it's no different than what I remember reading in the manuals that taught me how to to uh, work in broadcasting for 40 years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those were things are the basics that we were taught so with, with all this stuff now that has transpired now over the past three years and the events of uh, this week. Now, as we get into 2020, what are your predictions of what's going to happen? Because this has just been very, very unusual. And out of 45 presidents, this has only happened three times, and we've witnessed it twice in our lifetime. And so I remember one thing I heard Omarosa say in an interview a few months ago after she left the White House. She said that if Trump leaves and Pence becomes president, you will be begging to have Trump come back. 
And I don't know if you heard that or not heard her say it, but I heard it said on an interview. Now, Pence may be even worse than Trump. And Amarosa and that's because, is confirming. Yeah, and that's because Pence has been in office for many years, and he knows how to manipulate Washington. Uh, people say that uh, Donald Trump really doesn't know what he's doing, but he knows how to manipulate uh, emotions in people. Uh, he has lived his whole life learning how to manipulate people and to make one person hate another. Yep. So, what's your prediction for next year? Do you think that there will be a trial in the Senate and that uh, some of the Republicans may turn on Trump and uh, they boot him out of there and then in comes Pence and whatever else that he's going to be uh, have attached to him? Or do you think that they'll have a trial in the Senate and the Senate won't convict him and now we're just back to life as usual. So what's your prediction on this for 2020? Well, I think there's a big thing that's happening right now in that uh, you have some of the evangelists are now starting to question what they're doing. Uh, at least that's what they are telling us. So we've got to keep them telling us so that they can tell themselves that the... Uh, things that Trump is doing have nothing to do with anything that has to do with religion. Because he's already stated that he's not religious or he doesn't attend the church. But, but yet he's got... In the South is, is, is the... It's like what you said earlier about the control aspect of it. And that you can still maintain... Uh, race and racism by way of the Christian church with their teachings. And so, um, and, and this is the one thing that they, they're going to have to keep intact because it's one, one of the secrets of the world. Uh, some of the great secrets of the world are uh, the people who live off planet, commonly called extraterrestrials, and also religion. The true knowledge of the creators of this planet and those are the things that they got to keep the people dumb down on and there's those two uh, factors and also the monetary system in the world and the truth about the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers of course but those are the things that you've got to keep people dumb down on off planet power the uh, uh, the religious aspects of this whole thing as it pertains back to the creator and his messengers and the monetary system of this planet and how these people have screwed us financially in leaving uh, what maybe what 90% of this world impoverished entire continent of Africa's impoverished parts of South America, even parts of America, parts of Europe, and 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 
and there's there's plenty plenty of resources here on the planet but they'll let a lot of the people just suffer and then you have this 10 percent ruling factor that get out here and run and control the destiny of, of the planet whether it's through finance or 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 religion and and the military and that's because of where all of it came from and that most of the laws that were created around the world were created by people that controlled the world. Mm -hmm. The kings and queens, uh, they might not have written it themselves, but it was their staff that wrote it. And it was, they were created to keep them in power. Not the queens. The queens, the women didn't have any authority. Just the kings. Well, there were there were queens in there too that oh, yeah, got to, into there. position because of family, but everything was based on writing laws to help them keep their power or to create more power, and then that was what uh, people determined uh, what was to become their religion because of the laws that were written by these people that were uh, ruthless enough to control everybody. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, these so. days, that has to do a lot with the media. The media well, is still controlled by those people that have uh, the most money. And since they control the media, that's the only message that we get. That's true. And they, they control the narrative. And if you control the narrative with the media, once again, it's all about the dumbing down process. They don't want the people to be smart. They don't want the people to be intelligent. Because once you establish a level of intelligentsia, then you may start studying and researching outside of the box. And the more that you study outside of the norm and start researching all this stuff, then guess what? The less control that they'll have over you, and then they don't want you getting out there preaching and teaching uh, the people um, about the uh, the misgivings of this planet. I turned a uh, friend of mine on yesterday to go to YouTube and to see this uh, video on the Sara Law, the Sara N E S A R A the National Economic Security and Reformation Act. It's an hour and nine month, hour and nine minute video. And that she called me back last night and she said, I did not know all this was going on. Wow. And it really, you see, once people start finding out the truth, it's really, really going to be mind blowing. And the people of this planet, and that's black and white. And once, really, the the, the white people wake up, because they are kind of like one of the keys to this whole thing, because we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, but uh, we don't have the platforms to really put it out there where it will cause a change or an effect. And so we'll just keep these discussions in our private little circles. But when the 
white people and especially of this country start waking up and getting more wise and once they start determining wait a minute we've been bullshitted all this time and we've been playing the, the role of a fool and then once they start waking up then look out but uh but they've been there are some go ahead there are some simple resources that people can find out a lot uh, sure. Like programs that I've that I've seen uh, on YouTube, like the Money Masters, mm-hmm. which tells the real history of who controls the money and how they got it. That's right. Um, and you've got program or got uh, organizations that are still following that now, like uh, Alec, A L E C. Mm-hmm. Who really controls uh, the the money in this country right now? And these are all these companies that all the multi-millionaire, multi-billionaires that coordinate how everything runs in this country. Mm-hmm. Those are the corporations, and they run, and, and they even write all the laws. That um, I mean, it's. Over the recent years, where people thought that their that laws were created elsewhere, they're created in an organization uh, called Alec. Controls what is, money, and what is they Alec? they write. Um, I forget exactly what it means, but it can be found on uh, just look on the internet for A L E X A L E C. And it gives you a complete rundown. There's, uh, I remember reading something uh, called Alec Exposed on um, on the internet, and it goes through uh, what the organization is, who they are, uh, what they control. They write the laws in this country, and after they write the laws, they hand the laws to the people that we elect to just enforce it. They have nothing to say about it. They're written by these people, uh, and they're controlled by these people. All of the Congress and the Senate and everybody else does with this information is that they present it as is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there's so much of that kind of stuff out there, like I was telling you earlier about Nisara, and there's another writings, um, I can't think of his name, and he wrote this uh, book, I think it was The Creature of Jekyll Island, and once you study uh, the meetings that they had on Jekyll Island, and I think that was back in the 30s, I believe it was, the 1930s, and how that meeting also determined the economics of this world. And then once you even start studying the history of the Bush family, that was, the Bush family is probably one of the most evil families in the history of the world, between them and the, uh, the, the Rothschilds. And... Um, 
you if, if you studied the history of the Bush family, you'll find out that George Bush's uh, grandfather was the banker of the Nazis, and they also were the owners of a, a company called the Brown Brothers Sherman, which was a slave trading company. And then you'll find out they put the penal system, the penitentiary system, here in this country. The Bush family, especially uh, uh, Mama Bush, was an investor into the prisons, and the prisons have become privatized. So they yes, were uh, they're the biggest owners of the private prisons, along with uh, the uh, Clintons. Yeah. Yep, and who's selling the drugs, the penitentiaries, and so forth. And, and once the people start researching and finding all this stuff out, it can really, really be a real mass awakening here in this country and the bushes yeah the bushes also were the are the, are the biggest uh traffickers for drugs they were the biggest yeah. client uh, what do you call the cartel yeah. they're bigger than the other ones that we hear about we hear about mm-hmm. the others because they're uh in opposition i mean they're fighting for territory but with the Bushes, that was the cartel of the CIA. Yes. Yep, yeah, I know. And uh, George Bush Sr. was there in Dallas that day in, in 60, 62, 63, when uh, Kennedy was assassinated. He was dressed up as a bum. Mm-hmm. I mean, and all this stuff is uh, is documented history, and, and why they had to kill Kennedy, and there's reasons behind all of that, and why was uh, Reagan shot, and who was the vice president under Reagan? Bush. That was and it. So, yep. And so why did they need Reagan out of the way? And, uh, but once the people start waking up, and, you know, you're not going to get your awakening in the, by going to sleep on Sunday morning in, in church. But that, that is one of the things that keeps our, our people to sleep. And, like, and I blame the preachers nowadays because the preachers can actually start teaching some of this truth but they won't do it speaking of reagan in there uh, i mean they needed a showpiece and reagan was a second-rate actor or we call b-rated actor yeah yeah b-roll and um and that's like trump too I mean, this was the real reason why he was put in there. And um, it's something else is much bigger behind Trump being there. I've I've talked about it on on previous shows. And then when we come back in January, we we may need to 
revisit this of why Trump was selected. I mean, how can you just pick somebody off the streets and put them in as president of the United States when they don't even have city council experience and never been elected to anything? So uh, one of the things that people need to ask themselves, why was Trump permitted to be president? He lost a popular vote to Hillary Clinton. And even George Bush Jr. lost a popular vote in two elections. And so the Republicans are the only people that I know that lose the vote but win the election. Very, very strange. Okay. That shows the history of this country is that... Uh they're not looking for a popular vote. They're looking for people to control the money. The money and the mandate of what the, the situation the is. Yep. All right. We're at the top of the hour. What is it? About 11.04. We've been going about an hour today. And I said I was going to do a short show. This is my last show for the year. We'll be back on in January. This is the holiday season. Uh, my co-host Gina didn't show up today. Dr. Kwaku didn't show up today either. And so I guess people are out there uh, buying their gifts and sprinkling their trees with ornaments of silver and gold. And so um, Gregory, why don't you go ahead and make some final comments of the year and we'll pick this back up in uh, January. Okay, I think the thing to watch, at least right now, that uh, happened yesterday was you've got uh, the evangelicals who, mm-hmm. at least now a group of them are, are calling uh, Trump a traitor. They're calling him immoral, which they, they've known all these years, but now it's affecting them more. Mm-hmm. So look for that as something that's going to take us into the end of this year and into the next year. Because once a division starts there and they realize the effect that it has on them uh, continuing as being a representative of evangelical uh, following, it doesn't look good for them. So they've got to fight back. And that's going to affect what comes up uh, in the future, or in the near future, at least. So they will become louder. And with them becoming louder, that's going to affect what what happens in in everything that comes at the beginning of the year, Mm -hmm. including the impeachment process. All right. And my prediction is watch the money. And when I say money, I mean the IRS, the Federal Reserve, watch the currency system. Uh, We're getting ready to go to a a gold-backed new currency system. It's going to be some new currencies uh, put out there into the marketplace. Uh, Watch out for the global valuations of uh, uh, currencies. 
and start looking at uh, the economic parity of currencies uh, throughout the world and uh, watch out for the new laws watch out you're going to be hearing some things about common law that's going to be coming into play also next year uh, you're going to also be hearing about that VAT, V as in Victor, that's the value added tax uh, because there's going to be an elimination of the Internal Revenue Service as well. And there's just going to be a flat uh, consumption fee tax somewhere around 17, 17.5% that you will be paying on all of your purchases with the exception of uh, food and medication. And so there's going to be a, a lot of new things uh, popping up next year. You will probably see a new president, not necessarily the United States, but of the uh, Republic. And there's going to be a, a lots and lots of uh, changes and removal from statutory law going into common law. And so uh, basically just watch out for these things. And um, look at the uh, Nassara video and uh, National Economic Security and Reformation, Reformation Act. And uh, it's about an hour and nine minute video. Then you'll start seeing other things as well because you can really get locked into uh, YouTube for hours and hours and hours. Once you watch one, uh, you'll be watching more. Okay, so I'll let everybody go. This show is being recorded. You can go back probably within the next hour or so and review it, copy it, send it out if you want to friends and family members. And uh, before before yes, I sir. let go for a second, there was something okay. that I saw in the news yesterday that um, mm -hmm. with regard to YouTube, they found that the uh, in the research, that the biggest YouTube uh, control goes uh, number one to Disney, number two to Warner, and number three to a company owned in Russia. Whoa. And, and where was this article? Was it on the Internet? This was actually uh, on TV yesterday. And now, are you saying that the information is uh, shared with those places, the media companies and yes. Russia, or do they create a lot of the information that goes? These in? are the people that could create the information that goes, and a lot. And the third biggest is now in Russia, and they're using it now also to create on companies like YouTube, uh, like uh, Facebook. They are controlling bots. These are figures that are created to replicate humans and speak to you. And yes. they're do and it's and right now they're tied to um, the. They've been uh, pulling some off, but they said the biggest tie right now is in advertising for um, uh, people that are running for office, and the biggest of that is Trump. Yeah, they, they love okay. Trump over in Russia. They, they love him over there. And yes, they do. And now they're creating bots that are appearing here 
from the third largest contributor to all these uh, these bots are actually the bots. He's the biggest contributor to bots, but third largest contributor to manipulating audiences. This is part of the stuff that uh, Putin is is using to manipulate people here. Yeah, but see, and Putin has an agenda. You know, hell with the the nuclear things. So nobody wins in a nuclear war. You poison the mm-hmm. damn planet for a thousand years. But if you can cause disruption in the West, like what they're doing with the the voting uh, process and and racism as well too, get everybody into fighting one another. This would be a victory for places like uh, Russia. And then once they see us fighting each other in this country, it makes it easier for them to uh, move in and take over. They'll determine who, what the best idea is for us. Yeah. And they will be the only source to compare. Yep. And so maybe this is what's happening in the Southern Christian Church. Maybe they're waking up to some of this stuff and and uh, looking at some of the realities that, that, are, that are happening here. Wait a minute. Since when has Russia uh, become such cuddling up uh, buddies with the President of the United States? So... These are the the issues, man. So um, let's pick it up next year, and of course, you and I will 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 be talking anyway. And so, um, of course. But as far as the radio, we're going to shut it down to next year, and we will um, we'll, we'll we'll pick it up then, move forward. All right. So this is I enjoyed your show. Hey, it's all all good. I love doing this. It's TT5CL Entertainment, Galaxy Talk Radio United. We stand 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. So uh, check out the uh, the time for the, um, the next upcoming show in January. This is the first week or the second week in um, January. So with that, we're going to sign off and say um, HOTEP and it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.